Good morning, Path to Warren podcast. This is Matt Warren. This is episode 357. Hope you're having a wonderful Monday morning so far. It is March 7th, 2022. It's about 67 degrees on a beautiful March spring morning. Spring is definitely here. I want to share a little story or a tip that I heard yesterday or early this morning when I was reading. It was by Grant Cardone, the sales expert, uh, public speaker, real estate mogul. Grant Cardone says that standing is not for closing. Standing when you're talking to a client is just for talking. But if you want to close the deal, you need to get them to sit down. And I really love this because there are many times when I'm calling on attorneys and calling on adjusters, for example, where sometimes we just talk in the lobby. And even though I might think about, oh, man, I really need to get them to sit me down in the conference room. How can we get to sit down in the conference room? What he talks about doing is to show them the facts on something. So have a contract or have a letter of agreement or have, you know, whatever you can do to show them instead of tell them. People believe what they can see, he says. They don't believe what you tell them. So how can I, how can I get the client to sit out, you know, once they're sitting down, then it's it's pretty much like a you know sign right here kind of thing. Once we go through the agreement, so that's the quick tip for today: is standing is for talking and sitting is for closing. If you feel like this client's going to move forward with a close, you got to get them to sit down so that they can sign the paper. And, but before they do all that, so that they can understand the contract and understand the the agreement, we have to show them and go through all of that. It's very hard to move from standing and talking about something to standing and signing. It's very easy to go from standing to sitting, sitting to signing. So that's my quick tip for the day. Yesterday was a great day for flying. Well, <laughs> it was a great day for me for flying, but it wasn't a great day in general for flying. I, I got to the airport at 8 a.m., as I shared in yesterday's podcast. I got at the airport at 8. When I checked the weather, I checked the METAR at 5 in the morning or so said that there were three mile an hour winds coming out of the 210. Well, excuse me, three nautical miles, three knots of wind coming out of the 210 degree area. But when I got to the airport, it was gusting 19 and 20 mile an hour winds. So I'm grateful that we still took off 
because once we got up to about 5,000 feet, we were able to get above the wind and it was only about eight miles an hour of steady wind up there. But anything below 2,000 feet, it was really, uh, really gusty. So my, my instructor took off for us and he landed for us. But we flew from Columbia, the airport's called KCUB, so K-Cub. We flew from K-Cub to um, KGND for Greenwood. We flew to Greenwood and flew maneuvers all the way there, which was amazing. I have to admit, when I was on the way back, though, I was tired. <laughs> Um, and I didn't do very well on my return maneuvers. I just, I was, you know, it's like drinking from a fire hose, all this, all this pilot training stuff. It's not that I can't do it. It's just a four hour training flight is just a lot because we did about an hour or an hour and 15 in the office before we left of what they call chair flying where we're just mimicking what we're doing in the air talking about when we're going to put in the flaps what rpm we're going to be at um, we did that for about an hour hour and 15 minutes and then we went out and did our pre-flight check walked around the airplane checked it all out i'm getting better at doing that it's still learning but getting better at doing the pre-flight on the plane checking the wings, checking the lights, checking the batteries, checking the uh, magnetos. Once we got up, oh, and, and he had me do the radio calls, which was amazing. That was my first chance at, at radio calls. Um, and surprisingly, I didn't stutter. <laughs> I just, uh, I had a sheet to read off of, like a cheat sheet, and I, I gave the I gave the uh, calls to the to the to the radio. Um, some of the f maneuvers that we did were, and I've got them written down because he wants me to study these. Because next time he said he's not going to assist me on these, I need to memorize them. But we did slow flight with flaps. That's where you fly really slow and then you simulate a, um, a stall when you go down, like you're going down into uh, land and right before you land, you, you flare back a little bit and give it full power. And that's when it wants to, uh, that's when it wants to stall. So giving it full power, going straight up when you're going slow like that, it, 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 really acts like it's going to stall. So we did that on, on the way back home. We flew over Lake Murray and because there was a gap in the clouds, we ended up doing maneuvers over Lake Murray at like 5,000 feet, which is super high for me. The little white caps look like itty bitty, itty bitty specks. Um, we did an emergency, uh, emergency descent where we lost about 3,500 feet 
from 5,000 down to 1,500 feet really quickly, just And he, I, while I was doing that, it was pretty cool. He said, you need to turn to the left and turn to the right while you're doing that so that you can look for a place to land because this is an emergency descent. So we were going down, you know, dive bombing, what it felt like. We were dive bombing, going to the left, going to the right, looking for a place to land. Uh, when, we, when we were up at 5,000 feet, he simulated an engine failure. So he, he cut the motor all the way to idle and we were able to, to fly around uh, looking for a field to land in. We identified a field to land in and then we went in, into the, uh, I had my checklist and he made me go through the emergency checklist for a in-flight uh, engine failure. And we kind of went through, cause you want to try to restart the engine as quickly as possible. We went through that. Uh, it was just a great day for flying. Lots to take in. I got 2.4 hours of flight time, which is a lot. Uh, the time before that I had nine or 0.9 and the time before that I had 0.7. So when you add all that up, I've got exactly four um, flight hours so far. And I've got to have 40 in order to pass my, or in order to go and take my exam, I have to have 40 flight hours. So most of those going forward will be flying and training by myself most of those hours after I get to that point, but I'm not quite there yet. So it's going to be a great Monday. I'm going to make sales calls. I got to book appointments all day today and tomorrow for to try to get appointments for Wednesday and Thursday. So that's why I've got the sales tip on my mind. I was reading in my sales book to get me pumped up so I can make calls this morning and uh, be in the right state of mind. So hope you have a great day. And remember, tell you get the clients to sit down. That's the tip of the day. Get the clients to sit down and then show them what you have to sell them. Don't just keep telling about them while they're standing up. Sit them down, show them the CV of the client, or show them, show them the paperwork that verifies what you're trying to say. That's your reason for them to sit down. You say, hey, come here, let me show you what I got here and sit down and, and then go through the paperwork that's the best way to close a deal. And also remember, as mama always says, make your contribution. Have a great day.